0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Welcome to Pod Sauce. I'm Dax Holt.
0: I am Alicia
2: Renee. Yeah. Oh,
1: I- <laughs> Looking forward to this, mostly because I can already tell we got some real good energy coming in from our next host, based mm-hmm. on the pre-conversation we got going on. But we got Panama Jackson uh, coming on, who is the host of Power Don King, a podcast all about Don King and his wild, wild life that I didn't even realize how crazy it was until oh, I started listening. Don King was listening. a wild boy, you no, know? No, I know. I already knew he was wild, but listening to this podcast, I was like, my. I, my head exploded.
2: Well, Panama, first of all, what part of the world are you in right now? Where are you coming to us from?
3: I live in Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. So I'm, here with the, I'm here with the people. Yeah, not I'm, with I'm the, in the home of the people. Not <laughs> with, the,
2: up with the people. For some reason, I thought you were going to say New York, because then I was like, well, that explains everything that
3: I need to know, Panama. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a pretty serene, chill person, so, uh, you know.
1: So, how is a podcast that's been going on? This is the third season, if I'm correct. You are now yes. diving into the life of Don King why Don King?
3: <laughs> why not Don King? <laughs> well, actually, why not Don King is a good response to that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> number one, I don't think there's enough information out there about Don at this point. You know, the more we dig into his story, the more we've learned about him. I mean, he's quite fascinating. I mean, if you listen to any of the episodes, you understand this is, this is not just a straightforward story about somebody <laughs> who just ran the boxing world. Like, he's, there's a lot to it. And uh, there's not a lot out there about Don King. And sometimes you got to find ways to give even people with some issues their flowers, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know. <laughs> here's the conversation started to say the least.
2: Here's my here's my. <laughs> How do I put that? Oh, Panama. So, I listened to it and <laughs> th- First of all, I've always had my own perception of Don King. Just one, because we did grow up in the era of Mike Tyson, and Don King right. did make that whole experience a show. Don King was Don Kinging long before the Tysons of this world, which you guys will get full context of. Panama did a beautiful uh, way of painting that before picture uh, in his podcast. So I'll give you your flowers there. My pushback is, God dog it sometimes. <laughs> Agree, let me know if you agree or disagree. Don King is okay. truly loyal to his coin. He- Facts. He is not a loyal person. He is not down with it. Don King got away with the finesse and I feel like he built an entire career off of knowing how to finesse the hell out of the right people. What I mean by that is, we can even start back to the closed quarter conversation that was had, and I didn't know about this after he was convicted of murder that his lawyer had with the judge. Who's even doing that? Isn't that illegal to have closed door conversations? What do you mean, is
3: that illegal?
2: It's definitely illegal. I went to school for law. You know I know that's (laughs) (laughs) illegal.
3: That is illegal. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know what is or isn't illegal. I do know it happened and things changed. And listen, that's not Don's fault. That's the people who allowed the system to change it for him's fault. Let
2: me tell you something. He told his lawyer, he said, fix it and fix it how Jesus would fix it. Make it clean. Make it right. Then you go into the... And I didn't know this part. I, you know, I joke. But there is something really challenging about someone that brought so much... He did bring a lot of flair. He did bring a lot of pizzazz to the world of boxing. And he did get black men their, their bag. Well-deserved. So I can give right. him his, his, his flowers in that regard. I think my issue is, is when he... Uh, when I think it was George Foreman who fought Frazier. That one. Thrill in Manila. Am I saying that one? No, that, that's Muhammad Ali. The that's one Muhammad pri- Ali, yes. The, the one prior to that. He arrives with... George and leaves with Frazier. Did I am, am I getting that mixed up or did that happen?
3: Arrives with Frazier and, leave and with leaves with. And leaves with George.
2: Thank you. Yes. And then the same thing happened with in Manila. He arrives with George and leaves with Muhammad Ali.
3: Well, I mean there's there's a couple fight details you got wrong there, but the <laughs> <larger> <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying th-
2: though. You see the, he l- with somebody. Is
3: this? <laughs> the larger the, yes, so I I I'm going to say this. I agree with you entirely. The one thing about Don King that I think that that I have learned, well, that we all know is that Don is an opportunist, right? Yes. Don believes in capitalism. My man believes in getting to the bag. He believes in getting to his bag first and then paying out everybody else <laughs> after. Um, and that has been the same since it seems like day one. Like mm-hmm. I, you called him a finesser. I mean, he might be the finesse God. You know what I'm saying? Like like Don King is Pantheon Mount Rushmore level finesser.
2: 1000%. Now,
3: that's not his whole story. Cause some, you also said something interesting like The narrative that I have of Don King was given to me when I grew up. I only heard of Don King in one way—that was negative, crook, somebody who just took everybody's money. He was kind of a caricature. He was a punching bag. He was an easy—he was an easy scapegoat for jokes, right? And he probably didn't care because he was getting everybody's money, so it didn't matter, right? Like we're joking, he's getting rich, whatever. But his story is a lot more nuanced than that, in my opinion, you know. And. This is not me caping for Don. I don't think Don needs anybody to cape for him. But it is me saying that I have learned that there's more balance to Don King's story that isn't just the crook, isn't just the finesse part. You know, like what he actually did for the game of boxing. He got he, he got people paid more money than they've ever been paid, right? You know, that, that part is all true. What I've been telling everybody is this. Whatever you can say about Don King, all of it's true. The good stuff, the bad stuff anything you have to say about Don it's probably true and that's part of his story that I don't think people truly know or have been told before. <laughs>
1: what do you feel like was the most shocking thing you learned about Don King? Because for me I didn't know about the murders or I don't know how to say murders but deaths you know what I'm saying like I didn't know that he had killed fair. people and maybe just because I was so young Wait, at that time. It was multiple time, people I didn't finish. Two.
3: He got two bodies on him? Two. He do. Don and King I didn't
1: got two bodies. know that. So for me, that was <laughs> super shocking. <laughs> and so what What do you feel like for you was the most shocking part of I'll say that.
3: So this is it. This is going to be interesting. The most shocking thing that I found out about Don King is that something Don King led to a Supreme Court decision.
2: What? What was that? I missed it. I didn't so, finish
3: the this podcast. This is a fun story. Yeah. Don's house gets firebombed, and I guess this is in the 60s, right? His, his house gets firebombed uh, because Don King is a numbers runner. He's, he's a policy guy, right? He's running numbers, and somebody firebombs his house. Well, Don King snitches to the police, and he tells the police where he thinks the guy who did it is, right, or where he thinks they are. The police go to that house, and they flash a piece of paper as a fake warrant, and then, bo- like, break into the house and like go through all the stuff, right? The woman's name, the woman's house, they broke into. Her name was Dalry Map. You can look this up, Map versus Ohio. Uh, the police end up. The, the the problem was Dalry is somebody. Dalry has her lawyer on speed dial. <laughs> even back then, she calls the lawyer. The lawyer's like, they can't do that. Next thing you know, the police got to come out of the house. They they actually like. Uh, Handcuffed her to like a uh, a radiator or something mm-hmm. like that. Anyway, so Dori is pissed. Dori is like, you yo, I'm a somebody. Seizures. Yes, Dori ends up filing a case <laughs> against the police, and this ends up going to the Ohio Supreme Court and mm. ends up at the at the actual Supreme Court of the United States of America, where now you can't just flash a piece of paper. And run up in somebody's house like yeah. I mean, you cannot do an illegal search and seizure off a false premise kind of thing mm-hmm. it's like a fourth amendment right thing yeah. so because don king snitched on some people this woman ends up filing a case that goes all the way to the supreme court wow that's the most interesting thing that i learned about don king don king shows up everywhere i can make a don i can make a connection between don king and the new england patriots
2: i'm listening panama
3: i'm glad you are Allow me to
2: <laughs> Funny you should
3: ask. <laughs> Go. Funny you should ask. <laughs> Actually there's two parts of this. Mm-hmm. So Don King ends up being uh the promoter for the Jackson's Victory Tour in eighty-four for for a little time for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the other people involved in this promotion, I think his name was Chuck Sullivan at the time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, his family owned the New England Patriots. But because of how because of the issues that I think Chuck had with trying to sell out venues, there was some kind of ticketing issues or whatever. Chuck's family ends up having to sell the New England Patriots to make up some of the losses to who? The Kraft family. Wow. So somehow Don King is even involved with the New England Patriots. Like there's a there's it's a reach. It's a reach. Don't get me wrong.
2: (laughs) Pause right there. Did she do it?
3: Did she do what? Did she bomb his house? Was she the one? who? No, she wasn't the person who did it. The person who did it was at the house. Oh, <laughs> so they just showed up at the house. OK, uh. she didn't even do it. OK, she didn't do that. OK, hey, this is a woman with a lawyer on speed. Dial. Okay. You see firebombers and okay. she was like a high society type individual. Too. Mm-hmm. Like she was a black woman, but she was like she was a woman about town. Like she was a somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's here's another fun thing. A, the original promoter for the Jackson's Victory Tour was supposed to be Quaker Oats. OK, mm-hmm. you're going to see where this goes real quick. Don King comes in, pushes Quaker Oats out, and brings in Pepsi. <laughs> what commercial does Michael Jackson end up having to do? Pepsi. Because of this thing, a Pepsi. Pepsi commercial where what happened? is that
2: the one where he lost you, his hair, That's where he caught oh. he on, fire, on
1: fire, which spiraled Ooh. the rest of his life. Yes.
3: yes. So I'm not saying it was Don King's fault. Don King saying, took
2: down Michael Jackson. That's what you're. That's yeah. what I hear you he say. He got him
3: hooked I didn't, I didn't on drugs. He took all. down Michael
2: Jackson because Listen, no, I
3: didn't say nothing like that. All I said was Don King Wink. brought in Pepsi and Michael <laughs> Jackson did a commercial. Wink. It just so happened at this commercial shoot, Michael Jackson's hair catches on fire. Say that's less, all I'm Panama.
2: Saying. Say less, Panama. So we're I, we're I,
3: quoting I, you, Panama. I picked up Don what you Don King you're took down Michael Jackson, and I'll deny every last <laughs> word. <of that. laughs> <laughs> All right, Panama.
1: We are a podcast discovery show. What podcasts are you listening to currently?
3: Oh, some of my favorite podcasts: uh, Quest, Love Supreme. Uh, if you're into music and if you're into like deep dives, uh, it's one of the most fun podcasts to listen to, just because of how nerdy they get about stuff. Mm. There's a three parter with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis that might be my favorite podcast episode of anything ever. Oh, uh, we got to
2: try to get Quest on here. Yeah, then. I'm about to...
3: yeah. Oh, please, yeah, wonderful. I also. Um, I'm also listening to uh, Bill Simmons' Book of Basketball podcast. There's a, a sub show called uh, The Icons Club that Jackie McMullen, who is a longtime sports writer, is doing. And it breaks down, like, all of these uh, NBA sports icon, uh, NBA icons. Uh, and it kind of breaks down, like, what it took to get into that elite level of superstardom, that club, so to speak. What's so the name of that icon Club. It's called I- The Book of Basketball, The Icons Club. And that's Bill Simmons? That's it's on the it's on the Ringer podcast network but it's called The Book of Basketball. If you like putting Book of Basketball, um also on that same network I love The Rewatchables, which is a podcast where they talk mm-hmm. about, you know, rewatching movies. I love that because, you know, I love I'm a, I'm a movie person, I'm a culture person, which means mm-hmm. movies are part of my life heavy. So I love like hearing the discussions about these movies that I also know and love. Uh and mm-hmm. Stuck with Damon Young Damon Young, my partner at BSB for years, he has a podcast out and he's, you know, kind of talking about vulnerability as a black man. And like, uh, just performance. so it's, it's, a, it's a good podcast worth listening to and checking I'm out. i have to Absolutely. check that out.
2: Stuck with, da- I love black men being open and transparent about their emotions and their feelings. Because see, then when I run into one that's single, he won't bring any of his tomfoolery my way because he has worked <laughs> all that out. I'm here for it.
3: I mean, I think we are all works in progress here for continually. It. <laughs> Don't As we like to
2: say, God don't it, clean it, it up. Don't clean it up. I said what I said, and I'm standing on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Panama, thank you so much for joining us. And for anyone who yes. wants to check out Panama's podcast, Power, Don King, uh, head on over to PodSauce.com. We'll have a link there. We strongly and again, suggest
2: you guys check it out.
1: Start from the beginning. Yeah. Get the whole story. Don't just Please. jump in. Episode three. You got to start from episode number one. And then
2: we want you to put in our comments, our comments section what you walked away with with Don King. Because I'm still looking at him like this
3: just there. I'm sure he understands. I'm sure Donkey understands. Thank
2: you for joining <laughs> thank us. Thank you all. If any of the aforementioned podcasts are appealing to you guys, we suggest you go to PodSauce.com where you can find out all of the recommendations, all of the picks. We, they're there for you. A plenty. uh us to our socials.
1: Yeah. Head on over to our socials if you want to check us out on uh, PodSauce.com as well as uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Twitter, YouTube. Subscribe, like all the fun stuff there. Turn uh, on can, all of our
2: notifications. You can
1: find us at The Pod Sauce. You can find me personally at Dax Holt.
2: And you can find me at I am Alicia Renee. And until next time, thank you guys for joining us on our bumpy ride. <laughs> Be good to yourselves. Bye.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.